30 years, I've left it on that saxophone stand. He pointed to empty clasps, which had always held his instrument. Today, an hour after I finished, it was gone. Could someone have broken into his apartment? The window was closed, Dylan insisted, and my only door was locked. I live on the second floor, high above the street. Did anyone have a key? Well, obviously, the manager of this apartment building has a key, but we never see him around. But you know who else has a key? The boy at the grocery store on the corner, Dylan said casually. Every Friday, he brings around my groceries, so I don't have to visit his store. I got his name, but also took a look at Dylan's window. It was covered with dirt, but the window lifted easily and opened onto a fire escape. But the fire escape stopped on the second floor, its ladder to the street broken off many years before. It seemed impossible. But I asked Dylan one more question. Had he spoken to anyone before the saxophone disappeared? That morning I gave an interview, Dylan said proudly. A college student was recording the history of music in this neighborhood, and he had wanted to get my story. Dylan gave me his number, and I began my investigation. The grocery store was easy to find, with its stands of fruit on the sidewalk and the busy father-son team who were putting customer orders in bags. It was the son who was Dylan's delivery boy, a skinny teenager named Lenny. He was struggling to put six tomatoes into a sack. I asked Lenny if he delivered groceries to Dylan. Yeah, but mostly because I feel sorry for him, he said, weighing the sack of tomatoes on a scale. After thirty years, that man has nothing. I pointed out Dylan had a valuable antique saxophone. A saxophone's nothing in this neighborhood, Lenny laughed. We haven't had a club with live music here for years. Lenny asked his father if just this once he could take a break, but his father sternly shouted back the family motto, Work all day, no breaks ever, as he stacked bundles of carrots into a tall pile. It seemed sad that the music scene was dying, so I was even more determined to find the legendary saxophone. I placed the phone call to a college student named Eric, who had phoned Dylan that morning. It's certainly a valuable saxophone, his eager voice insisted. More valuable than most people know. I asked him what he meant. Those four saxophones really did come from famous jazz men, he said with excitement. The group's producer, Shorty Jenkins, had worked with the greatest musicians of the century. There are historic photographs of the quartet saxophones that prove it. And now the instruments are ten times more valuable than they were thirty years ago. At least... $30,000 a piece. Every morning while he played, Dylan had no idea how wealthy he could have been. I began thinking about the legend after visiting a local music store called Red's. Eric continued with excitement. Red knows the history of the neighborhood. He's the one who had given me Dylan's phone number so I could do the interview. I wondered if Eric's visit had inadvertently tipped off a saxophone thief, or if maybe the greedy thief could be Eric himself. Red's seemed like a likely place to investigate. He spoke in a voice that was mellow and relaxed, remembering the talented saxophone quartet and the neighborhood's glory days. 
Now, I gave music lessons from noon to five, he laughed jovially. But music is music. Red remembered Eric's visit. An excitable young kid, that's for sure, he laughed. But he's right about Dylan's saxophones. There are collectors who'd be willing to pay a lot of money for them. Was anyone in the store during Eric's visit? There was one customer, but he didn't buy anything. Oldest guy I'd ever seen. No hair, bristly mustache about five feet tall. Who was he? He owns a lot of buildings in this neighborhood, but he almost never comes around. I had one last theory. Back at Dylan's place, I asked the residents about the fire escape. They all agreed that it hadn't worked in years and couldn't even be lowered to the ground. I searched the ground below the fire escape, a patch of dirt.